This year is also on Chinuch for a child which did not make it in the system and the parents or the Rebbe is trying to help this child. There's a special way of Chinuch for the child or the young, the young, the teenage person already who went through the regular Chinuch but he wasn't successful. And today, he's not even a Shomer Torah Mitzvah. This could come from many, many different reasons. Either the child comes from a house where there's not a functioning child, or something was wrong over there, or the parents themselves did not receive the Chinuch that a normal person should get, or Panosa was different or the school, the cheder, the house was good, but they too strict in the school, in the cheder that the child was in, whether the child wasn't loved enough, or they didn't give, let's say it was a weak child, they didn't give the respect enough to the child which it deserved. Sometimes the child asks questions and he doesn't get, the, he doesn't get answers what he needs to hear. Sometimes the other way around, the child's a very smart child and needs to have more covered and to get more, and he didn't receive that. Sometimes the Rebbe wasn't the Seder, wasn't the healthy Rebbe. Some people, some children had a very good home, and the children just because of friends or because of the phone, and the parents didn't know what to do, they couldn't control it. And that's why these child children found themselves in not good places and they're now old enough to receive a chinuch which will work for them. So the first thing is that the mechanech, the parent, has to know that many, many of these children are not really responsible for their actions. Because since they grew up in a not a good chinuch which didn't work for them, and they had to find their own way, how can these children be expected to be like a regular child if they weren't taught the right way? Every young child wants to be good. And a young child wants to look up to his parents, to his rebellion to see what is the right way. But if they saw a chinuch which was, was not, a, not a healthy chinuch, or it didn't work for them, and they had to make their own decisions because they were small, they were too young, then naturally they're going to make decisions which weren't healthy, because they weren't old enough to make the correct decisions, and that's how it came out. So what has to be done? The first thing is that the mechanach has to understand the child. He has to understand that the child already got used to other things which make him happy, whether it's sport, whether it's music, whether it's going to the streets, and in order to connect to this child, 
he, the, the, the Rebbe, the Mechanach, the parent, has to be with him wherever this child is. Because otherwise the child will not feel that the Mechanach understands him and he won't be able to relate to him. The Mechanach has to understand that the child <coughs> or the young man or young lady cannot listen to any pekuda, cannot listen to any discipline because he's used to not listening to it and he's used to not listening to what he's told and he's only going to listen to someone once you understand the child and he understands that you understand him till the end that he can relate to you and you treat him like a like an adult as if you understand what he's doing and why he's doing what he's doing and then there can be a relationship the child on the other hand has to be old enough to feel that there's something missing by him and when you speak to him he's ready to listen and to speak and if you say something which would make sense he will take you seriously and he will try to understand what you try to say Somebody who is less than age is not mature enough to be able to listen to what you're saying. So all you could do with him is to put him into a avira, into an environment of other people who are growing people, that he should be there until he's able to hear, he's old enough to be able to hear what you're trying to say. So the only thing what can be done, whatever situation, whether it's a home, whether it's a, a yeshiva, which they understand these types of people, and they, and he could be there until he's old enough to be mature enough to hear, that's the only thing which can be done to these, and to keep him busy, of course, all the time, that's the only thing which can be done to this child. But if he's old enough, and he's mature enough, then once you can, he can relate to you, once you can relate to him, which means he relate to you, then you should be able to talk real talk. The first sicha, the first speech that I speak, when I, the boys come to the yeshiva, I usually go for a walk with them, is the following. First of all, I tell them, And I'm not here to tell you what to do. I don't tell people what to do. If you want to ask me something, you're welcome. But I'm not going to be here, a mashkiach, telling you, you have to do this now, it has to be like that. I don't do that. The second thing is, I will never judge a person. Because I will never judge someone who went through what he went through and he wasn't successful for whatever reason. How can I think that I could tell him that I, if you would be in your position, I would be doing better. How do I know that? How do I know if I would have suffered the upbringing of what he had, that I could, I would be better? So I will never judge someone. If he tells him whatever he will tell me and what he's doing, I'll never judge him to be that he's a bad kid because of what he went through. I also tell them, <clears throat> I don't look at you as if you're a second-class Jew. There's no second-class nishanas. I heard this from Rabbi Friedlander, Zichron Rebrach. Hashem does not have any second-class nishamas. They're all the same from HaKadosh Baruch. 
So I look at you, I tell them, you went through your life, I went through my life, let's speak together. So what I do with that is I break all the mechitza, the whole the potation between us, that I'm the big Rebbe and you're the little Talmud. And I try to make him like on an equal. You went through something, I went through something, let's talk together. And we can both benefit. I'm going to benefit because I want to know what's going on. I'm working with young, with young people and I would like to know what's going on in order that I should be able to help. And I hope you will benefit that if I tell you something which, you know, if you're open to listen to what I have to say, I may say something, I'm older, I have more experience, then maybe you'll be able to take something from our discussion and use it in your life. <clears throat> I also tell them that I'm not here to make you to religious people. Because if you're not up to that, why am I trying to push religion and Yiddishkeit if they're not up to that? They want to in life be happy and find a derch and a chayim. So that's what I'm going to talk to them about. How to become happy. I will say mine. They will say, now that we're able to talk on an equal, there's no borders between us. There's no, there's no mechitzot. There's no, there's no separation. So we could just talk and we'll both listen to what we have to say because we're being open to each other. I asked them, what did you come here for? Usually the answer is, I want to find myself in life. I want to be happy. So then I tell them, so what is my job here? If I'm not going to tell you what to do, and I'm not, going to, I'm not telling you to become religious, and I'm letting you be open, we're just going to discuss, the what is my tafkid as the mashkiach in the yeshiva, to be able to mechanach the boys, what am I here to do? So I asked them, what is your name? My name is Avram. So I say, my job is that when you leave this yeshiva, you will feel that you became to the Avram that you want to become. That you came to the person that you want to become. And you will come to understand yourself. And the second thing is you will come to love yourself, to accept yourself for who you are. And then you will receive in the yeshiva the, the tools in order how to go out in the world and to be the, hundred, the good person of who I am, who I want to be, and how to deal with that in the real world. If you come out of here, <coughs> however religious you are, and you come out of here, you feel that you know, I've got these things, I now learned in Yeshiva to understand myself very well, I will accept myself, I love myself, and I feel that I have the tools to be able to go out there to be able to live with the person that I would like to be, then I've done my job. That I feel that I've done what I could do. Many times you find the boys, when they leave the yeshiva, they suddenly you hear, oh, he's religious, he's keeping mitzvahs, he's doing things. That was even only started after he left because he received the chinuch over here of who he is, and then later on, when he was ready, Yiddishkeit came into his life. The main question, which I... main problem is, today, is not about Yiddishkeit. They 
don't feel good about themselves. Over the course of the years, they lost their self-identity. They don't know who they are. So they didn't have that in order to grow. They didn't feel good about themselves. So they're really very unhappy, <coughs> very unhappy inside. Once they feel themselves, they themselves will want to connect. Everybody does have an Ashama. And they will want to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one way or another. Very often they will come to start doing mitzvahs, just by itself. I want to put on tefillin, put on tzitzis, keeping Shabbos, doing all the mitzvahs. Because once they found themselves, the main problem in most of the students that I'm dealing with, both of the boys that I'm dealing with, is not Yiddishkeit. But they're not showing me to a mitzvah. What are you saying? It's about themselves. Yiddishkeit became like a carbon because they weren't happy with themselves. So Yiddishkeit was the first, things, first thing which they dropped because they weren't good, feeling good about themselves. So they couldn't keep mitzvahs. But as soon as they found themselves and they found themselves, they're happy with themselves, they're secure, they suddenly by themselves start giving mitzvahs. Once we through with this, and there's a relationship between the Rebbe and the Talmud, and they're able to talk, then everything comes out. He's really acquired himself a Talmud, and the Talmud has found himself a Rebbe, which can last the whole life. He will listen to everything you have to say. He may not do everything, but he will be open to hear your opinion about different things. You could talk about anything you want, whatever you feel that he's ready to listen to. It's not necessarily he's going to be the Torah yet. But he will listen and he will try to understand till the end because he knows that you understand him and he will have an open heart to hear and to receive whatever he's able to receive. The Mechanach has to love the child not like a normal in a normal child which brought up in a system that the parents were Shomotor Mitzvahs and the children Shomotor Mitzvahs and if you're not a Shomotor Mitzvah, then you're a bad child. If there's no, really no reason why, 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 why he shouldn't be keeping that he just had, you know, he, you know, he was just a bad child. So the child, the parent has to, you know, tell him off in whatever form, and then the child understands. Yes, of course, I was wrong. I'm sorry. This child, we have to understand, is not responsible for many of the things that he did especially the Yiddish kite that he stopped keeping. He has to love the chana, the Mechanach, has to love the child because he's a Jewish child, because he's a Yelad Yehudi. He has to have faith in him, and he has to believe that he could be a big, big, big tzaddik. If the, chi- if the child will feel that the Rebbe, the Mechanach, loves him, without for any reason, just because he's a Jewish child, he's a child, he's a brother, and he feels that the Rebbe has faith in him without any orders, then the child will suddenly start quickly feeling good about himself. And that's when his life will start. A mechanic, it's also for him to lower himself to the level of the child in doing things in order to show that he is he could play sports with me, he could play pool with him, he could do things, but not to lower his Yerushimayim and talk things that is his language in order to impress him. The child just has to know that Mechanach understands me and loves me and can deal with me and can relate to me. That's all the child has to know. 
the talks, the early talks of the Rebbe in the Talmud should be about what do you want to do in life? Where do you find yourself? Do you have any connection to God, to Hashem? The Mechanech has to know that Emunah is much before Kabbalah's Mutzvah. Especially if this child is doubting, has doubts about Hashem, etc. So what he, if he talks about Torah and mitzvahs, it's not up to, the child's not up to that. So he has to talk about, you know, Avram Avinu, how Avram Avinu is Makar of the Eden, appreciation, so appreciation of life, happiness in life, to show how Hashem is with us. And that might take a long time, just talking about life and different things which could impress him and show him how you're living your life and how happy you are to live as being connected to Hashem and slowly, slowly come to Shmir's Torah Mitzvahs when he's ready for it.